Falcher, 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 everyone. Welcome along to another episode of Chapter Master's Memoirs. You, uh, in this episode, we are going to be talking about my most recent event, which was for AOS. Um, that went down all right. I'll be talking to you a bit more on that later. Uh, hobby progress, kind of news around the hobby itself, following the same kind of pattern as usual. Uh, you know what? You love it. I don't give a fuck if you hate it. It's happening. And yeah, uh, that is going to be pretty much us. I am absolutely bloody knackered because at time of recording it is 4.23am and yeah, good times. So yes guys, in terms of hobby progress, uh, I actually have been bouncing all over the show here. Um, I got my, I don't know, Deepkin army list fully painted and kind of completed for the event, which I'm going to talk about later in the episode. As well as that, I managed to build another 10 Reavers. I managed to put a bit of paint down on 10 Reavers. Um, they're about two-thirds completed at the minute sitting on my desk. I have managed to rebase half an entire army of Gloomspite Gits and I managed to pick up uh, three more boxes of Boingrop Binders, a box of Rock Gut Trogoths and I managed to build and paint ten Boingrop Binders. Uh, I think I've done a couple of other kind of wee things. Yes, I managed to build and paint a lot of kind of stuff for my Beast of Chaos as well. So lots, lots going on at the minute. You'll find some of the, the images of that on my Instagram, Herless Painting. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have to say, after the, the event with Deepkin, I wanted to take just a short kind of wee break away from the Deepkin and go into something a bit more wacky, which is why I kind of went with the Gloomspite Gits, and in particular the Boingrop Bounders, because I wanted a force with completely fucking mental stats, like 2d6 move and fucking mortals on a 4+, plus whenever they charge, and... I mean, to be honest, with a four-up save and two wins apiece, they're actually pretty decent. Like, uh, they're not going to die to a stiff breeze at all. And the the two d six plus three inch move from the hero, uh, they're they're pretty decent. You're talking about like a, a nine inch move with fly. It's not to be sniffed at. So they could do some work. Um, can't wait to get using them in a game. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the hobby progress. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail on that just because I haven't really kind of been able to focus on any one particular project uh, in the last few weeks. I've been kind of bopping about everywhere like a dirty old magpie. But yeah, it's it's all good. I've, I've been slowly working away. Um, over the coming weeks, I'm going to focus more on getting these reavers done um, for my updated Deepkin list. And as well as that, I am going to focus on getting the Glimpspike Gits done as well, because I really, really like them. Oh yes, for the for the Boingrop Bounders I built and painted, I ended up using the new Army Painter Speed Paints. Absolutely cannot recommend these paints enough. Um, I know there was a bit of controversy going on that people were saying they, they weren't drying properly, and whenever they went back to add some touch-ups to them and finishing touches, they, 
they reactivated the layer of paint they'd put down. But that's that's just fucking idiots who don't know how to paint with anything other than contrast or GW. Um, I mean, the, the these paints, the the speed paints, take a, a slightly longer time to kind of solidify and dry. Um, so that's that's all you have to do. Just leave them a wee bit longer so that they don't reactivate whenever you put another layer on top of them. And you're good to go. So if you have uh, two brain cells, you'll be able to figure that out. Good job, lads. So yeah, pretty much it for that. Uh, next up, I am going to go into my event, which was held up in Moira in the Tactical Retreat offices. So yeah, good times. I'm going to have a wee break here, and then we'll jump into it. Hi. Legendaris led the hull. And we're back! Thanks for sticking with me, lads. Uh, Taking his wee bit of iris there, uh, just because I am lethal. Now, on to this AOS event. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, the event was up in Tactical Retreat in Moira, and I. A decent place. Uh, lighting wasn't that good, if I'm being honest. There was no natural light whatsoever. And a few spotlights kind of throughout the, the roof. But still, three great games, great crack, great opponents. That's what I'm finding about the AOS kind of field. It's a lot less cutthroat than the 40k area. Uh, you're, you're allowed to have a bit more freedom with list building rather than having to stay meta to get even any form of success. But yeah, anyway, first game was against uh, a guy I played previously uh, called Nellis and his Ogre Maw Tribes. He had the same list, which is basically uh, two times two Mornfang, three Stonehorns, um, and two two Wizards, I think it is, and the wee Hrothgorn uh, Hunter guy. Really, really enjoyed. Uh, Nellis is a fantastic player. I really enjoy playing against him because he's, he's really laid back. He, he likes to have fun with the game as well, so he's a really good opponent. Um, I had great laughs. Uh, whenever that was going on, I was a one drop, so I was able to take turn one. Uh, in his first turn, he decided to pick Frosh's advance with the three stone with the three stone horns, and uh, he ran two stone horns over to his left flank, and then one over to his right. And I, did, to be honest, I didn't know what was going on. I just kind of let him be, thinking there was shenanigans afoot, shenanigans afoot. And uh, yeah, at the at the end of the turn, he was like, "Oh shit." Why did it do that? And I was like, well, I don't know. I thought I thought you were like kind of charging or meeting in the middle or something. And he was like, no, no, I just completely forgot about it. But and in the end, it was a really good game. Um, the Stonehorns, again, it's just those mortal wounds they put out on the charge that ended up kind of bringing down the Deepkin. Uh, my one squad of Thralls ended up kind of tying up uh, Frostlord on Stonehorn for two turns which was actually quite good because they had the five up shrug the five up ward and um, within six inches of the gloom tide shipwreck uh but they did get mulched in the end and then my leviathan fell to uh i think it was like an 11 inch charge he made with a uh another stone horn and then did like eight mortal wounds to it um the mortal wounds were crazy and then i had like a last ditch effort to kind of almost peg him at the end you peg him you get a book and uh 
I, I was still in 40k mode and I I was in a building with windows and I was like, oh, okay, my thralls can fit out here because they're battling their infantry. And then he reminded me, he was like, oh no, but can your base fit out there? And I was like, oh, but sure, there are windows, like you, you, you can move through it. And he was like, nah, your base has to fit area and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, ah, fuck, well, that just went completely over my head. Uh, <laughs> so that snookered me. So in the end, it would have been like an 18-inch move in total to get around from the back of that building to where I wanted the thralls to go in the first place. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have put them there. But sure, we all make mistakes. I've learned from that for definite because that could have earned me like two or three points um, on objectives and kind of killing the units. Um, really enjoyed the game. Uh, he, he took the big W in the end. He ended up actually winning the the event overall, uh, beating me and then beating uh, Techless and whatever the archers are called, Techless archers list as well, uh, a couple of other ones, but yeah, re- really good. A second game was against another guy I played previously as well, Ben Cochran. Really enjoyed that game again. Ben is a, a really good opponent. He he knows his stuff. Uh, the game's kind of uh, enjoyable because he doesn't take it too seriously. He does make plays to earn points, but he's not hes not just super cutthroat. He, he, he'll kind of charge into combat if he wants to have a bit of a laugh, which is nice. He played Fire Slayers, uh, as usual, gorgeous-looking army. Um, the first time I've ever played against this wee stunty cunt, Gotrek. I, I, I was warned about him. I was warned. I was like, oh, it, it might take between 30 to 40 hits to actually bring Gotrek down because he reduces all damage to one. He's got a three-up ward save, blah, 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 blah. He had so many units gathered around this one wee bubble in the center. Uh, I popped my Achillean King's potion and sent him in with full buffs. I ended up getting like 58 attacks. Hit on twos, wounded on twos, and a mix of rend from three to, to zero. And I did four wounds to Gotrek. And I put everything into Gotrek. The amount of fives and sixes. This fucker rolled. I was ready to flip the table. <laughs> okay, I'm composed, I'm composed, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm fine. Dear Lord, I just wanted to walk out. But <laughs> No, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, in the end, it came down to... Uh, I think there was two points in it. Two points in the in the the win and loss at the end. Ben did take it with Fire Slayers for the big W. Really enjoyable game as well. In the end, I had uh, I think it was like what my Tidecaster and my Leviathan left alive, and he only had Gotrek and a Doomseeker alive. So we had two models each left alive at the end of the game. Super fun game. Just so bloody units were getting wiped out left, right, and center. Uh, uh, 58 attacks, twos, twos, and I did four wins to Gotrek. That's crazy, like, and no one could get over it. No one, everyone thought I was just taking absolute mechai, and I fucking wish I was. But yeah, really good game. And my last game was against a guy called Chris. I had never played him before this, and he was playing the Skaven, the good old Ratman. <laughs> yes, yes. Really enjoyable. Um, I love the Skaven. I had a massive Skaven army myself and only sold it off a couple of weeks ago. He uh, he had Thanquil and he had a massive brick of nine storm fiends. Um, he he was going he was going balls deep on the Skaven like so. Uh, it was really good to see. Um, I got first turn. It was that I think it was Feral Foray was the last game, the one where you can raid uh objectives. Um, really enjoyed that. 
Uh, I basically screened his Storm Fiends and his Warp Cannon so they couldn't shoot at me when they're outside of 12, so basically I made sure they couldn't get within 12 to shoot at me. And on my turn two, no, I, I think I gave him turn one, and then on my turn one I just went, yeah, let's, let's do this. And I popped the potion and I kind of, I ran everything forward, managed to make like loads of like 9 to 10 inch charges all across the board. Um, my Achillean King got into combat with the Storm Fiends and like two other units, uh, and he, j just about with his horn attack, uh, as well as his normal attacks, killed all of the Storm Fiends. I think he did like 39 or 40 damage in total to the Storm Fiends, and killed all nine of them uh, in one round of attacks, which was unbelievable. Um, so no one, no one could get over that. But yeah, super, super overperformed, as he usually does, as long as he's not fighting Gotrek. But yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, that came down to me getting the the win in the end. Uh, really good game. I love playing against Skaven anyway. They're they're just super fun. They're super thematic. Uh, so many rats and so many storm fiends and Thankful was on the board and uh, loads of shenanigans were going on. Really enjoyed it. Uh, and then that that was that event. So I think I placed like nine or tenth, ninth or tenth out of fourteen or fifteen, something like that. Not too bad of a showing and. I mean, it was only my, what, second game with the Deepkin? Yeah, second... Well, that that game was my fourth game with the Deepkin. So I'm still learning. I'm still kind of getting the, the hang of things. But overall, really, really enjoyed it. Um, next up, I'm going to take a wee break. And I'm going to come back and speak more about another game that I had with my Deepkin against a relatively new player and a friend of mine. Cheers, guys. Hope you enjoy it. All right, the bell. I had a game recently against a friend of mine, Adam, with his Night Hunt. Uh, he, uh, basically, out of our gaming club, he's been kind of the one who's been plugging AOS for years and years, and all the rest of us have been like, Oh no, I must play 40k. <laughs> all over the 40k scene. But, uh, yeah, this time, uh, it was good to get the game in with him. He was saying himself he's been waiting fucking years to get a game of uh, AOS. AOS in with uh, one, of, one of us lads. So it was good to get going with him. He's using his Night Hunt that he's painting up. He is going to the GT in August as well. You can't wait for that. Um, still undecided whether or not I'm going to take my Deepkin or my Cruel Boys. The more I play the Deepkin, like the, I really like them. But the fact of the Tides of Death table and all of those extra abilities, I feel like they're a bit oppressive. Um, but we'll we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a few games in with the Cruel Boys as well. Going on the assumption that I'm taking my Deepkin, but if the Cruel Boys have like a really fun playstyle, which I think they will, because it's a pure monster match list with loads of kind of movement shenanigans and that, uh, I, I could be swayed. But anyway, he played his Night Hunt, had uh, Raikonor's, a uh, bunch of lads, whatever they're called. Uh, I don't even know who Raikonor is. I fell on a horse. Another fell on a horse. He had two 30 blocks of chain rasps, two blocks of blade geists, two things of like chain geists or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, 
Yeah, and a couple of kind of hero wizards, that kind of stuff. A really good game. I got to go first because I was a one drop. He was like a nine drop or something like that, maybe. Um, oh my god, first time I've ever played against Night Hunt. And, I mean, I kind of read their kind of basic uh, War Scrolls, so like a four up uh, save and a five up save across the board. But Jesus Christ, the, that ethereal rule um, with no positive or negative modifiers to the save. The, he, I'd say he rolled about 70 to 80% four up saves, which was just unbelievable, Jeff. Like, uh, in in this game, I used the list that I had changed from my previous event list for the Deepkin. So instead of two squads of Thralls and a Soul Render, I just have two squads of Reavers, so the Archers. Um, the Archers did literally nothing. Um, I think a squad of Archers killed, like, maybe four chain rasps out of 20 shots and then another squad killed two spirit hosts like two, two bases of spirit hosts for the whole game like the whole game and they're 170 points for 10 reavers so if i'm honest based on that i think i might just stick with the soul render and the thralls because at least the soul render just keeps bringing back minimum d3 thralls per turn within 18 inches and the thralls have a lot more output because uh, I was thinking the Reavers can sit back in objectives and kind of pluck away wounds and then leave the leave units to get picked up by the Leviathan for an additional point for battle tactics, but it didn't really work that way. Um, I found that the the archers weren't doing enough to leave an easy kill for the Leviathan just to pick up, um, and whenever com like melee combat um started with the reavers they were just left with their dicks in the wind doing absolutely nothing so i might stick with the thralls for that melee punch minus one rend and either one damage with an extra attack against hordes or flat two damage against uh, bigger beasties that i think that's probably the way to go so i might just stick with that uh, but yeah really good game uh it the the final score was twenty six to me and nine to the night hunt. Bear in mind this is Adam's first full actual game of AOS. Uh, so I mean he did really well. He knows AOS the the basics of it. It was just getting getting dice rolled on the table, getting things moving, picking battle tactics in person, that kind of stuff, thinking things through and what you could possibly achieve. He says he's happy with the list. The list is really fucking tanky. It's really hoardy. The amount of kind of saves you have to get through with uh, no rend um, is, is crazy, crazy good. It was only because of the, the amount of damage that my Leviathan and my Achillean King can spit out, as well as the Morsar Guard. If I didn't have all that kind of 3 and 4 damage, uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to chew through his squads at all. And there was one turn where I brought, I killed, like I think it was 12 or 13, something like that, Chain Rasps, and he managed to bring back 11 Chain Rasps, um, be it with Rally and with Spells and with uh, Command Abilities and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, the the replen on the Chain Rasp hordes can be really, really impressive. But yeah, really enjoyed it, really good. Night Haunts are a fantastic-looking army, and... Uh, I think he's bringing them to the to the GT, so we'll get a few more games in with them between now and then, and yeah, we'll see how that goes. Right, I think we are going to call it a day there, and um, my stag is this weekend. Uh, we are going to go and get absolutely fucking obliterated, which shall be great crack high. But yeah, thanks very much for listening, guys, and I shall talk to you later.
Slano Alliance.